Hey there, listeners. You are listening to the Lead Fitness Podcast with me, your host, Caleb Whitfield. This episode was a fun one. It was with a longtime friend of mine, Rob Atkinson, who is a Marine Corps officer and new father. Uh, We go way back, and we had a phone call today uh, to talk about some fitness and health-related topics that I think you're going to really enjoy Uh, This was the first phone call interview I've done. It's a little bit choppy in areas as far as the audio goes, but it has a lot of really good content. So I encourage you to try to listen to it all the way through, and I hope you enjoy. Yo, What's up? Technology. Welcome to the Lead Fitness Podcast. This is awesome. Yeah, man. So you're going to be one of my guinea pigs. This is like the... Uh, first time I've done it remotely. So, Okay. If this one totally sucks, we'll just do it again when I'm better at it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I listened to uh, the Decker podcast uh, this morning just to get an idea of what... Uh kind of the structure was like so yeah basically joe all right okay no big deal Uh, and and you're and you're someone really famous that i'm all right okay i can be a famous guy okay casual for the most part um just kind of ask some questions maybe get some insightful nuggets of wisdom from different people different walks of life that other people could yeah Our existing clients would find that interesting and invaluable, but I wanted to to get you on because you have a cool story and uh, you know you've done some some pretty awesome stuff in your short time on this earth. So talk about it a little bit. You and I just jive well, and this is an excuse for me to give you a phone call. Nice, I like it. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll introduce myself. My name's Rob Atkinson. Uh, I grew up in Gainesville, Florida. I'm in you know Alachua County resident. Uh, an OG, if you will, um, you know, graduated high school there, uh, didn't really want to do college. So I enlisted in the military and went and lived in California for a few years and then, um, had the opportunity to, uh, attend the Naval Academy. So I went there and used it as a commissioning source, became a Marine Corps officer and, uh, an infantry officer uh, after that. Um, since then I been deployed twice. Um, and then, uh, my wife and I recently had a baby girl and, uh, we recently moved to Virginia to start another, uh, leg of our Marine Corps journey. Um, and that's really the, the, the basics, um, Yeah, so why don't we kind of start with talking about like your your fitness? Yeah, so my then transition that into your you know kind of professional career. Yeah, so my fitness journey, uh, you you would think that it kind of started, I would I guess in when I first enlisted. Like I'll be honest, the like the weight program that we did through high school was kind of cut and dry. It was very regimented, um, you know, just like very basic stuff that we did every morning uh, with one of the strength coaches. But uh, I would say it probably really didn't begin until 
Um, I tore my ACL. You're uh, my fresh Rob. Your volume just went way down. Did it? Okay. Is that better? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. So my uh my fitness journey I think really didn't begin until probably the when I tore my ACL my freshman year at the Naval Academy. Because uh, before that it was kind of just like I really just did whatever I felt like was going to be good for me. I did. There was no structure. There wasn't planning. Um. Yeah, high school weightlifting programs were. Yeah, I didn't really have a goal in mind. It was sort of like, you know, I just want to kind of, you know, look good. I think. Um, the the military, as far like an entry level training, doesn't really set you up for success as far as building that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's you know, very large group PT, and you're not uh you know, moving towards any goal. It's just sort of general body weight, calisthenics and, and running, uh, which is good, I guess, for entry level. But I mean, if you, for what I was doing, it, uh, it didn't work out well for me. So really after, uh, I tore my ACL and, um, the, uh, physical therapist that was working on me afterwards, uh, helped me out. She uh, told me that I was anatomically prone to uh, tearing my ACL just based on muscle imbalance and this and, you know, and a couple other things. She was real scientific about it. Um, That's when I sort of took a deeper dive and looked into different kinds of uh, like programming and thoughts and theories into, you know, what makes a good athlete. And that's kind of where it started for me. Um, and then going through college there at the, uh, the Academy, just trying to, uh, be the best athlete I could be trying to, uh, play football, you know, not very, not very easy for a guy who's, uh, you know, five, seven and could top out at about 180 pounds, um, and still be able to move well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not. Built for CrossFit. Not yeah, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not Danny Woodhead. You know, I'm, I'm not uh, blessed with, uh, you know, a lot of fast twitch fibers. So, uh, really, it was just, uh, you know, and then just uh, trying to maximize the potential there I had. So that's when I got into a lot into uh, like Olympic lifting and trying to develop more explosion and power. You know, I, I wouldn't say I got good at it, but I, I would say I was okay. Um, and then transitioning that into a military career, uh, it didn't work out well for the first probably year. I'll be honest. Uh, my first year as an officer, I just kind of got fat, um, until I realized that, uh, you know, in the military, the best ability probably for someone to have is durability. Um, nobody, nobody likes, uh, an officer that's broken, so, I kind of stopped doing really, really heavy lifts and heavy deadlifts and like trying to fully max out, you know, any lift I could for, uh, you know, for my frame, just because, uh, you know, I don't want to slip a disc or mess my legs up because as an infantry officer, my, my legs and my feet are, they're my life pretty much. So it really turned into a lot of, uh, 
kind of, I wouldn't say preventative, but, uh, you know, just staying strong while still staying very functional and which I think is sort of the goal of CrossFit, which is why I've just been drawn to it um, for the better part of a decade. Um, I mean, it, it helps, I guess, that I, uh, my wife used to coach CrossFit, so it was always nice to try to sneak into one of her classes. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's, that's been uh, my fitness journey. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, you, you kind of dove deeper into trying to figure out, like, what makes a good athlete, and that, you know, that was kind of a path you embarked on. I mean, what would you say now, you know, taking the past 10 years plus um, of education you've received? Because I know you're like me, you're a big reader, reader. You, you're big on continuing education and learning things all the time. Like, what would you say now if you had to kind of synthesize it down to something fairly simple? Like, what makes a good well-rounded athlete or a well-rounded fit person Uh, a good well so I think a good well-rounded fit person I mean if you're looking for some standards I guess some like you can look at um I mean there's websites that put out their own standards but something I kind of go for is uh you know if I can maintain a deadlift that's somewhere a little over two times my body weight um whether I'm at 180 pounds or I've you know, leaned out and I'm down to, you know, 165 or something like that, or, you know, in your squat, maybe somewhere just a little bit below that. And if I can, you know, still kind of bench press, you know, if I can get into the max of like in the two fifties area, that's nice. And then, uh, like one and a half body weight. Yeah. Like one and a half times my body weight. And then, um, I say, you know, for, for in the Marine Corps, like we have the, the, the physical fitness tests that we do twice a year. So um, the standards are, are pretty high to, to maximize those. But uh, I mean, to, for me, it's kind of like a, a, like you should be striving to max it out. So I think uh, for just a, a regular person to do 23 pull-ups is, is pretty, uh, pretty tough. But um I don't know. I think if someone can do, uh, you know, probably 10, 12, 15 pull-ups and a man or a woman, both, uh, I would say man or woman, you know, I, yeah. I, I really don't see the, you know, everyone's, everyone needs a, some good pulling strength. I don't see the, the issue with, with either sex being able to do that. Um, I've seen female Marines hop on the bar and, you know, knock out 20 and I've seen male Marines get up there and struggle with three. So, Mm-hmm. I've kind of seen it all. And then, uh, you know, being able to, to run a three mile distance, I try to keep my time under, uh, 19 minutes, which I know is like a lot of people will say is really fast, but I think if you, if you can run probably 24 minutes, then you're in pretty good shape. If you can average a, a little under an eight minute mile yeah, for three in a row, like you're, you're, you're probably doing just fine um athletically um and then uh i think uh you know there needs to be a like a short distance kind of burst test in there something uh that we do is we do there's a and like an 800 that we have to run for one of the tests and uh i think the max score is something in like the 240s range like two minutes 40 seconds which is pretty fast but 
it's not impossible to do. And I think that's something that people don't test enough is, uh, you know, everyone likes to do kind of short distance sprints of like 200 meters, but like the 800 is really the, the test of, uh, yeah. as far as running, like you really find out what you're made of by yeah. about, uh, five to 600 meters in, you know, if you really want to get after it or not. Same thing with like the 2k row, like what a great test of just, you know, mental and physical ability, you know, you got to pull hard, but you can't pull too hard because you'll burn out. But if you pull too slow, then it's just an embarrassingly slow time. So, yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the 800 because 200 meters is just not long enough to really even make it hurt, honestly. Um, but uh, 800 meters is a good distance because you just start running out of fuel. And uh, when the body starts running out of fuel, some weird stuff starts happening and your mind starts playing some games with you and it's 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 pretty gnarly um and people you know like well how how do you pace an 800 and you're like well you sprint a 400 and then you just do it twice without stopping yeah exactly like you you run as fast as you can and as hard as you can for as long and you you should feel like your legs don't work anymore when you're crossing the finish line that's how you know you've done it right exactly Um, yeah you know and, and, and you you obviously don't train like that on a daily basis but it's it's super important to have a balanced test. It's one of the reasons I love the the level method system we use at LEAD because it's 15 different categories that include, you know, it has upper body pulling strength and pressing strength and your squat and your deadlift. But, you know, it also has the running category, the rowing endurance category, interval training. You know, it's, it's important to test all those different parameters when, when you're talking about being well-rounded in fitness. Um, you know, we, we did a competition this past weekend and, you know, I was a little disappointed in the programming because it, it was all pretty much short, fast, powerful workouts with weights involved, uh, which is a part of fitness. But if you want to really kind of find who's the most fit out of a group of people, you can't just do the same test with different movements, you know, uh, and I, I made the statement, I said, you can't really test fitness unless you're going to make people run. disciplines outside of just your pure strength and power sports involve some sort of running. Uh, But, you know, a lot of people, especially in the CrossFit world, kind of take that, take that for granted, or or it's easy for them to just sweep it under the rug because, ah, you know, I ride the bike or I row. And it's like, nah, man, if you can't run, you're not fit. (laughs) Yeah. hundred percent. I agree with that. If, uh, you know, if you can't run any kind of distance, um, yeah, you're not fit. I mean, especially knowing that, I mean, I'm, I don't know how, how much of your audience has read or listened or heard anything about the book Born to Run, but, I mean, humans are basically designed to be runners. Yeah, distance, distance runners. runners specifically. I mean, we have, you know, there's an arch in our foot to help spring us forward. There's all these, you know, joints with cushioning in between to help with the long distance running. I think that's kind of what we're built for. Um, anatomically yeah that's a great book, man I remember um, you know, I mean I'm, I'm a big dude obviously I'm 6'4 225 I'm not really the person that's gonna lace up the sneakers and go for a three mile run if I have the option to do something else but uh, I remember when I was reading that book that's all I wanted to do was just go out and run <laughs> yeah I mean I was so motivated yeah it's hard, it's hard not to honestly uh, I've uh, 
you know, kicked around the idea of trying out the, uh, the tribe, the, the Tarumara that the book talks about and kind of follows trying out their, uh, their diet. But, uh, yeah, I just can't bring myself to eating basically two foods for any amount of time. So Rob, what are some of your, uh, most proud physical accomplishments? Uh, man, my most proud physical accomplishments. That's a tough one. I would say, uh, I don't know if it's really as much of a, it's physical and mental, but I'd say finishing the, uh, the infantry officer course is probably number one, mm. just because there was not a lot of sleep. Um, a lot of walking with a big pack and, uh, the nutrition wasn't great. There were MREs, so it wasn't terrible, but, uh, I'd probably put that at the top. And then, uh, I think, uh, beyond that, um, you know, I deadlift hundred pounds one time at, uh, the Jim Jones seminar with you. That yep. was awesome. I won't ever forget that. And then, uh, you know, upcoming in the uh, end of October, I'm running my first marathon. So that'll probably be up there. Uh, as long as I finish with, uh, it just under, under my goal time, which is about, uh, about three and a half hours. But, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of it as far as uh, big physical accomplishments. Um, So taking it back to to the military a little bit in your career, you were in charge of um, a training program at one point in time, right? Or you oversaw a physical training program, if I remember correctly. Uh, Yeah, so I was in charge of – so I've been a platoon commander twice now. um, And I was kind of in charge of the the physical fitness of the, uh, the platoon I guess. And each platoon was about, about 30 guys in each. Um, so I was kind of in charge of their, uh, their physical, like assessing them first and then kind of developing their physical fitness, um, mm-hmm. for the tenure, which, you know, each platoon I probably had for a little un- under two years. So. so. So what are some of the areas that, that those men on, uh, underneath you, um, dealt with as far as like struggling that you were able to you think maybe make some progress with them on like you saw that a lot of them kind of maybe struggle with the same aspect of their health or their fitness or their mindset and you were able to to make some positive changes for them so uh a lot of them struggle uh i think just like a lot of people i mean the the military is like a very much just a a a snapshot of society but uh like they struggle with running they don't like to do it um, there were a lot of guys that were proud of being in, in what they call like the three and a half mile club, which means they only run three and a half miles a year, you know? So it's, I run three miles in the PFT. I do the 800 meter sprint on the combat, on the combat fitness test. And like, that's all I run. <laughs> so like there, there were some guys that were kind of proud of that. And then uh, I had some other guys who ran themselves just into the dirt and, you know, trying to to get across to them like you know taking days off and you know not running until you vomit every day is good for you like the same way you know when you do back squats if you max out every day you're likely not going to get better so why would you run 
as fast as you possibly could every single day, you know? Yeah. Like, so kind of getting that on board with them and then, uh, their, uh, their nutrition, um, their nutrition is terrible. Um, these guys love the Marine Corps, but they breed nothing but that, that all you really need is, uh, you know, caffeine and nicotine pretty much to survive. Um, so just trying to get it across to the guys that, you know, they, they're, there's some other things that they need and, um, they don't necessarily need to take pre-workout, you know, to do everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love caffeine as much as the next person. Like I drink coffee every day, but you know, if, you, if you're taking pre-workout to just get through your daily, daily, uh, existence or every single workout that you do in the gym, you know, you might want to reevaluate your relationship with stimulants and, and working out to be a hundred percent. And, uh, that's actually, so it's funny. I stopped taking pre-workout probably, I don't know, my junior year. So it was probably like seven or eight years ago at this point. Um, because I had run out and uh, I was like, whatever, I'm still going to get this workout in. And, uh, I went into the gym and just had just no motivation. Wasn't excited. was very just lethargic. And I was like, this is obviously a problem if I can't come into the gym and work out without this drug essentially. So, um, that was the last time that I ever, uh, took any kind of pre-workout. And since then it's just been, you know, coffee or, uh, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, pretty much just coffee. Yeah. Um, I think I usually like, you know, between coffee and like a 10 minute warm up jog, like, that's all the energy you kind of motivation you need to kind of cultivate it. You know, the desire to, to finish the workout or to do it all. Um, Mm -hmm. so, and then, uh, yeah. So, but back to the, the training portion with the, uh, with the Marines. So, uh, I, I didn't try to, uh, prescribe them like specific things to do. I kind of left it up, up to themselves to kind of figure it out. I gave them guidelines to like left and rights to, uh, to kind of follow a path. But uh, because most of their life is regimented between like what they wear, when they wake up, what they do all day. You know, I kind of left that up to like, Hey, you know, here's your first taste of, you know, growing up and making decisions on your own. It's going to be figure out how to keep yourself in shape. And if you can't, and we have tests to prove if you can or not, then, uh, you know, then, then I'll step in. But otherwise I kind of left it up to them, you know, and I was always available to, to talk through and help out with ideas, but, you know, I really wanted them to, to kind of enjoy that fitness journey on their own. Cause they're, I've always noticed that you're much more likely to, uh, remember stuff and like knowledge is going to stick around a lot longer if you have to go find it yourself. If you, if you learn, if you, yeah, if you learn lessons the hard way, then they're much more likely to kind of stick around. Yep. So. Yeah. I mean, and part of ability and professional responsibility, like, Hey, you, you need to keep it together or you're going to not be good at your job or maybe not even be able to keep your job in the military. If you can't keep your health and fitness and everything in check. So, 
um, you know, they have to learn those lessons on their own. So I'm sure yeah. you've, you've received a lot of training and, and probably a lot of personal growth yourself in the, uh, you know, the personal and professional responsibility realms, going through officer training and having the positions of leadership and command that you've had so far. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, I've learned a couple lessons, you know, the hard way on my own, obviously, like I'm, I'm not one to shy away from where I've faltered and what I've done poorly at. Um, I think the, the key part for me is that like, once I find out that I'm not good at something, it's like, all right, I don't have this in my wheelhouse yet, but I, I will develop it and make it better. Um, you know, I've never been a great, so, uh, quick story. I've, uh, never been really great at swimming. You know, I can survive in the water enough to, to pass the, uh, the kind of different tests that they have you do in the Marine Corps, which are very simple. It's like, I think the, the worst part is like a four minute, uh, water tread and float, um, for like just the basic level of swim qualification. So it's, it's not terribly hard. Um, but, uh, I got signed up for this, uh, water survival advanced course. And, uh, I'll tell you what it, it, uh, it was just an eye opening experience. Uh, I didn't know you could tread water for an hour, <laughs> but you can, uh, and it's doable. Um, it just takes, uh, you know, some patience and, uh, some, a little mental fortitude to understand that, uh, you know, I'm not going to drown because they're, they won't let me drown, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, yeah, there's always a little bit of risk there. Like, you know, the people that were in charge of the pool, they're, they're corporals and sergeants. Like they're not, you know, the top tier professional swim coaches. Like they were trained a certain way. They're going to train you the same way. Um, that's not to say that they're not professional with their teaching style, but it's, it's a little bit rougher and there's a little more, uh, there's some candid language there that, uh, that they like to use, you know, when, when they think that, uh, someone's just, uh, not giving it a hundred percent. So we're going to kind of wrap this thing up, man. It's, um, we're about 25 minutes in my goal is to keep these fairly short, at least starting out. Maybe one day I'll get to the, the three hour Joe Rogan podcast that you captivated. Yeah. But, uh, lastly here, what is a, um, what is one or two book recommendations that you would recommend to people listening to this that have been really helpful and insightful for you? Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about fitness. I know we already talked about born to run by Chris McDougall, I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one, but any, any others that you like, um, book recommendations. Um, so one of them that comes to mind is, uh, uh, I think the name of it is, uh, beyond band of brothers. And it's basically a, a memoir of, uh, the company commander, uh, major Dick winners. Um, and he talks a lot about, uh, just really his relationships with, uh, his men, um, a little bit about the, the HBO series band of brothers, about his experiences as an officer and um i just think it's a really good read uh as far as uh if you're looking to motivate yourself a little bit and 
you know, kind of see that, you know, life today is not really that terrible. Like look at what these guys had to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, there's uh, another book, uh, it's called, uh, unstoppable or yeah, I think it's unstoppable by, uh, Anthony Robles, who was a, uh, an all American wrestler at Arizona state, uh, that only had one leg. Uh, so he was born without, I think it's his right leg. And, uh, you know, his mom, like raising him, it was very tough. Like you're going to be just like every other kid doesn't like let him, you know, sulk and be sad about anything. And, uh, it's just interesting. It's a good, interesting read, very short. Um, and it's an easy read. Uh, and just talks through his life growing up and then, uh, you know, wrestling, um, collegially at Arizona state. And I think he, uh, won the national championship at least once, maybe twice, but, uh, Wow. Yeah, that's t- two book recommendations um, that I have. Cool. Well, hey, man, I really appreciate your time. It's always good to, to talk to you, brother, and catch up. Um, I think we covered some pretty cool topics in here, so I'm excited to to get this out there and get some people listening to it. And um, I'll let you know when it, it goes live, and uh, you can share it with you know your friends and, and whoever as well. So Nice, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Keep crushing it, it uh, life and profession and uh, <laughs> squeeze those baby cheeks for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Take care. See you, man. You too.